Welcome to Moms on the Ground. My name is Angela, and I'll be your host for today. I'm sitting next to the lovely Melissa. So what are we going to talk about today? Fill me in. First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And I'm so sorry it's been so long since we've connected with you guys. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff to cover. Um, I guess today we're going to talk about the, the school board. The school board. So oh, Capistrano Unified School Board um, and a meeting that took place on October 18th. Yes. So. Seems like forever ago, but it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> you know, we're moms and it takes time in our busy schedules to um, pull post. this together. We've got jackhammers <laughs> going on in the background. Yes. We've got the holidays and birthdays. Yes. Yes. And thank you to your husband for helping us with the sound and everything else. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, there's been a lot of content. There's been a lot of stuff that we've been really anxious to, yeah. to tell um, the moms about because it's really important. It's important for them to know. So, And that's what we're here for. Yep. So do you want me to just... Yeah, let's just dive right in. Okay. So October 18th October was a 18th. school board meeting. Mm -hmm. It was televised and advertised a lot differently than it should have been. True. So um, October 18th, um, there was a parental notification policy that was put on uh, the agenda. And it was written by uh, Trustee Lisa Davis. Yeah. And... Um, we really encouraged a lot of parents to come because to support the policy, because it was basically saying that, you know, if something was going on your, with your kid psychologically um, in, in any way, anything with your kid that you should be notified, which, you know, that's the place of the parent, right? Right. <laughs> like, Being bullied, having mental challenges, talks of suicide, like that's what was in the actual bill. That was in the, the actual policy. policy. Yeah, yes. that was, was was in the policy. But somehow it got this narrative around it that it was a uh, anti-LGBTQ uh, call out. Yes. Right. And, yes. Is that the word that they used? Um, they, they said that it was a forced outing policy. Forced this is outing. what this was the narrative that was created about it. And, um, you know, the thing that's baffling is um, if you have children, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's kind of just like mind blowing that we even have to have this discussion because, right. you know, when you're the parent, like you're the decision maker, you know, with school age children for sure, you know, and so this was um, put on the agenda. Um, and what happened was, you know, we really encouraged parents to show up to, to support it and they came out in force. There were hundreds and hundreds of parents there. Uh, but the problem was, is uh, they didn't get to speak. And the reason that that happened was because um, uh, we discovered later in public records requests, we can see coordination between um, board trustees and um, uh teachers in the district to recruit children to come to uh, speak out uh, against the policy. Um, so there's a there's a rule, uh, board policy 9323, that says that the kids get priority to speak at the meetings. And right. so what we found in the public records um, in all of these communications were that the intent was to get so many kids to speak that the public would be blocked out. Right. And so that's actually a violation of the Brown Act because that's preventing the public from um, 
being part of the deliberative process and the right. decision-making process. So it's actually illegal. Um, and so, you know, in another future prod- podcast, we want to teach you guys how to yeah. teach the parents how to request public records because there's so much that can be found um, in them. I mean, it, it's mind-blowing, the stuff that we've Well, even before that, really what we need to encourage our parents to do is read the actual policies that are being up for discussion. Because I think that that's where a lot of disconnect is happening because what you hear, you know, from the schools or on the media is that maybe the policy says one thing when, in fact, the policy doesn't say that at all. And if I remember correctly, a lot of the kids that spoke were speaking out about things that really weren't pertinent to the actual policy as it was written. Which is, yes, which is what prompted me to get the public records because I was like, what are they talking about? Did they read this policy? Like, why are they so like angry? And why are they, why are they, why are they saying all these things? Like if you read this policy, what they were speaking to was not anything near what the policy said. So, you know, someone had given them words, someone had put things in their heads and we, we see that in the records and we'll be showing you those records. Um, And, you know, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast is to try to just get people uh, to understand we're going to be providing you a lot of um, proof, evidence, you know, of of what what we're finding. So, you know, I think what people tend to do is is they want to somewhat be in a little bit of denial about things that are taking place. And so the idea is to kind of bring be able to. have discussions so that we can come so that they're like informative discussions right. so that we can bring people out of denial because um, it's it, people. Well, then you're fact-based. Fact-based and people can be really dismissive. Like somebody will um, like in this case with this parental notification policy, um, you know, they said, oh, it's a forced outing policy. And, you know, that was the story that it became. And so, you know, uh, a lot of parents may have also taken that, right? That that stance. They that, were they were thinking that that was what the policy was about. When correct. in fact it wasn't. Which then all of these kids then spoke really to defend or to go against a policy that wasn't being presented anyhow. But they took up all of the time. They took up all the time. So and that was the thing that you know I felt horrible because I had encouraged so many parents to come to the meeting. We had people. Um, who were there. I have a friend who's a brain health uh, expert and she, you know, came to speak and people got there as early as 3 p.m. And, you know, it went till 10 or 11, you know, so it, people showed up early in order to speak on behalf of their children and they were, they were blocked out and they were, they were prevented from um, getting an opportunity to be heard by the board. And it seemed as though the board in advance of, um, the, the board members that voted against the policy, um, that they they already knew how they were going to vote in advance. They just right. needed it to look like they were doing what was aligned with uh, the public opinion, which was not the case. Because there was also yeah. an article that was in uh, New York Times that has a picture, and you know that picture speaks a thousand words. Because you know you see the parents wore white, or the the public, I should say, the people who were coming out in support of um, the, uh, parental notification policy, they were wearing white for peace, you know, um, because they, you know, this was about love of children. This is about family. This is, it was about, um, you know, making sure that the decisions around, you know, really important topics, 
um, that the parents are involved, you know, right. and, um, and so, um, the picture in the New York times, you know, you can see just hundreds of parents and then you see the group of the people who came to oppose and it's much smaller, but 70 of the hour and a half that was given for public comment, 75 minutes of it was taken by the opposition to the policy. Right. So it was as if they needed to line up um, these speakers in order to take up the time so that they could look when they voted against the policy, um, they could look like they were doing what was right. Yeah. I mean, I've read this policy numerous times and it still blows my mind because as a parent, these are the things that you think are going to be um, given to us automatically. If my child is talking about suicide, if my child is being bullied, if there's sexual harassment, those things now are denied. Correct. I mean, they did not pass well, the policy. The argument of the people opposed to it um, said that there were already things in the Ed Code. I think that covered that, but um, they, it, but there are other things that that I think because of legislation that's coming down from the state. Okay. Um, that was the um, that was why. Uh, Lisa Davis wrote this policy because there's so many things that are coming down from a state level, different uh, legislation that um, are basically undermining parents' rights. Right. Um, you know, and and what I want what I want to do in our podcast going forward is we'll we'll touch on these individual topics. We'll touch on different policies that exist. Yeah. Um, but you know, starting at age twelve, you know, any any parent right now, and and this is really what I would encourage listeners to do. And when you share this with friends, like really encourage your friends, you know, to do this. Like if you don't believe me, we're going to show you the yeah. the things to look at, the places to look, the thing. So one thing that we can all do right now to just like fact check, right, yes. is if you have a twelve year old child, you can try to get into um, their medical information because the state of California at age 12 has now prevented parents. You have to, even if you're paying the premium, yeah. you're paying the premium for your child's insurance. And um, at 12 years old, they have to give you permission to see their medical information, which is to me, mind blowing, right? Like, and that's why I was saying when we began, you know, talking, like, it's just mind blowing that we even have to have this conversation, but, um, it, it is how Here it we is. Are. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at. Yes. And so, you know, it's just, it, I just think it's so important that parents know, you know, right. and if, if, if you're one of those naysayers or one of those people that are just saying like, Oh, well, that's not true. You know, I, I hear teachers doing that, yes. you know, oh, they're not doing that in the schools. Well, you can easily request public record. You can easily um, request curriculum. So, you know, for example, some of the topics that are being taught at school, you know, that now um, start in kindergarten, some of the sex education and things that yeah. parents have had a problem with, um, you know, you can go to the school and you can ask to see the books and, you know, that would... I That's an <laughs> eye-opener in itself. Yes. And, the, and you know, it's uh, that, that all of that information, because they are public schools, 
it's available to you. Right. And so I don't, I think as a parent, you really have a responsibility to know what's going on. And I don't think that you can just kind of dismiss it out of hand and say, right. it's not true. If you haven't even looked, it is mind blowing. It's, it is unbelievable, but it is true. It is true. And in, for those that are listening, I think most of the followers are coming from your fan base, from moms on the ground, all the work and the groundwork that you've done through the years. Um, and now the next step is this podcast, which is going to bring more information, more specific information, more dialogue around what you have started um, through Instagram. And so we're going to post this information online so that you can read this particular policy, just so you can see how different it, it really was written versus how it was portrayed. And I think that that's the direction that we want to help take this is just how to educate parents, where to look, what to know. If you didn't know it already, how to share the information. Um, if you there's conversations with your friends, how to have these conversations with actual data yeah. Correct. Correct. You know, I mean, we're moms, we're not attorneys. This isn't, this is a calling, you know, Melissa, you've been at this for a really long time talking at all kinds of events and pulling people together. I'm just a mom that's been concerned for a really long time and just looking for ways to get involved and to help. And we're going to hope that we can do that together. Right. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Thank you so much because all of this is volunteer and thank you really to all the moms who have contributed like on these public records uh, requests that I'm talking about, you know, I have yeah. some amazing moms that are helping me um, get those records and then, right. you know, and reading through them. I mean, this is uh, hundreds of emails that I'm reading and, and finding this information, um, but I want to teach parents. I want to teach people. We want to teach people. Yeah. We're going to actually bring, you know, a mom, the mom, one of the great moms who is yeah. just amazing. Um, to, to teach people how to do that. You know, I mentioned the friend that I had invited to come to the school board meeting um, because some of this was around like gender identity. Um, you know, the, the people that showed up in opposition, they were talking a lot about like, you know, this forced outing policy and their gender identity and all of this stuff. And, um, and so I had a friend come who is a brain health expert, as I mentioned. And, you know, I want to have her on the podcast because um, there's so much that is, you know, that um, is not being considered where, you know, a 12 year old kid, the brain is not fully developed and your, your prefrontal cortex was responsible for your decision-making for impulse control for, which is why you can't get, you know, why car insurance is so ex expensive until that prefrontal cortex is actually developed. It's, it's um, not until age 25 or 26. My husband's still working on his. So <laughs> 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 Shout out to my husband. Um, so yes, we all of these things to come, and we're so we're gonna we're gonna cut right now. We're gonna say thank you guys for listening. Please check back. We'll be dropping more and more information and help other moms be able to find the information that we found. And um, looking forward to bring experts your way. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>